BTVO Chapter Podcast, Episode 11, Challenges for the English Teacher in 2020. In this podcast, I'm your host, Stephen Hughes, and I'll be talking to teacher, trainer, coordinator, supervisor, a bit about the challenges that teachers face in the year 2020 and things that we can do to promote development and make use of any opportunities that appear with the challenges that come in our profession as educators. So this podcast is for teachers from the state of Rio de Janeiro or those who are karaoke at heart. And of course, any teacher, not just English teacher, but teachers interested in pursuing their own development and growing as citizens and as educators. So let's get to it. Begin introduction. Our introduction, we start talking about an educator who, by coincidence, was my coordinator some time back. We worked together for about a year, and she's now a teacher trainer coordinator at the CNA franchises. So, without further ado, let's welcome Rosanna Hayes, also known as Rosanna Kingsley. A really interesting name, Kingsley, because the word Hayes. So, welcome, Rosanna. Hi, Stefan. How are you doing? Thank you for the opportunity. I'm really pleased to be with you, talking to you here today. Okay, Hosanna, it's a pleasure to have you with us. And before we continue, just to let our guests know, this recording and this podcast was done via WhatsApp using technology to break down barriers we had to talk and interview each other by sending audio messages so this is the result of an interesting conversation via whatsapp let's get to the straight straight to the first question um what in your opinion are some of the biggest challenges for the english language teacher today as we draw near the end of this decade 2010 and this beginning the start of a new decade Well, I guess, uh, if not the biggest challenge, but one of the biggest challenges we face nowadays as teachers is uh, to convince learners that they still need someone to coach them. They need a teacher to help them choose which paths to take in their learning process. Uh, There are so many digital tools nowadays, but... Um, not many people have discipline and they need to be guided. They need to be uh, advised on which ways, uh, which paths to take. So I consider this is one of the biggest challenges. Another one I would say it is uh, keeping ourselves updated in relation to the innumerable changes that have been taking place 
in foreign language teaching. Uh, well, due to the digital development. So, uh, teachers have to get to know how to use digital tools to help the learning process develop. Um, and there are so many, <laughs> I could say. Uh, and of course, they help us a lot. So, instead of being afraid of them, and some teachers are, uh, we must uh, we must reckon that they are here to help us, to help us help the students. Uh, of course, I still believe uh, that uh, keeping good practices of foreign language teaching uh, are, you know, uh, is still something very important in all this, you know, big process. Uh, so I really believe that by adding the interpersonal work with the student to the good practices of foreign language teaching and to the new tools available, we will be able to face those challenges successfully and uh, we'll make it. Okay, with challenges come huge responsibilities, but also great opportunities, right? So what do you think are the learning opportunities that um, teachers can explore or take advantage of uh, today in terms of technology, in terms of even methodologies, but specifically in terms of what we have available in terms of resources? What kind of opportunities or learning opportunities are there for teachers? Well, you see, Stefan, uh, the, the, the model teaching learning environment has been changing a lot. And uh, the opportunities to self-directed learning are growing exponentially, don't you think? Uh, I can, I can, for example, I can say that progressive educators are modeling classrooms where students follow individualized paths to learning, propelled by their own innate curiosity, uh, and 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 also using their personal, their their own uh, talents and and abilities. Uh, uh, Constant exploration and discovery, in fact, are acknowledged as the best way for children to learn, for example. Uh, so I guess we can, <clears throat> we can create classrooms where students are encouraged to develop critical thinking, to, to take risks, to consider alternative models to problem solving, for example. And uh, what, I, what I consider is very important uh, to see failure as one step along the way to success in this uh, long 
a learning process, lifelong, I would say. Uh, from what we learn uh, from neurodevelopmental science about how the brain functions and how people learn, how people learn best, uh, I guess classroom shifts from faculty-centered to student-centered. And, uh, and the teachers, the teachers move from being the experts, the ones who know, the ones who carry the knowledge and the information. So they move from this role to becoming mentors, advisors, facilitators in the learning process. They become uh, the ones who are going to help students go, to guide them uh, and to, you know, help them in this, in this uh, learning development process. Uh, and of course, in this learning process, they also develop students' cognitive and social-emotional skills. Um, so, uh, what I can what I can say what I can say uh, in relation to you said you asked me for tips. My tips are very very simple. Um, Getting to know about students' individual preferences and talents, and this I've been doing for so many years, and it really works when you, when you know your student, when you get to know your students, your, the, 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 the human beings you are dealing with, and, and you, you get to know what, about what they like, uh, what they're into, uh, this makes a lot of difference because once you identify with the, the material that is presented to you, um, learning becomes much easier, much easier when you like what you're doing, when you like w w the material you are dealing with. Um, I could also mention as a good tip to promote collab collaborative learning. Uh, because uh, maybe I can I can help you and you can help me and then we will we'll get out from this collaborative experience uh, with a lot of gain not only gain of knowledge but also strategies right so maybe you can you can tell me which strategies you you use the ones that work for you and maybe they can work for me too. So this is a very good tip. Uh, promote collaborative learning and learning strategies exchange. Uh, so this I could say is a, a very good tip as well. And stimulate that curiosity because when the human being is curious about something uh, they will, they will go and search about it. They will go and learn about it. Uh, 
curiosity moves uh, people forward. Uh, it's always been like this. It's a, it's a very strong uh, characteristic of human beings being curious and go for it. Go for the information. So this is a, a tip I think that might be useful. Okay, that's fantastic. Well, let's continue with this idea or still along those lines. Uh, what do you see then? Uh, or can you maybe mention some examples of what opportunities there are and um, cases where you explore these in your own teaching or what you did with teachers? You know, what kind of opportunities, concrete examples can you give us regarding learning opportunities and these challenges? that um, teachers are supposed to face and, you know, tackle. Yes, Hughes, you, Stefan, you're absolutely right when you say that uh, with the uh, great challenges, there come great opportunities. And uh, of course, there are many opportunities. Teachers can explore uh, and it's such a great variety. It's even difficult to, you know, to mention them, to list them because they're there is a great variety, for example, of communication tools. Hmm. Uh, the first one that comes to my mind is the most popular and famous nowadays. Everybody has it. It's WhatsApp, you can guess. Um, WhatsApp can be an excellent tool of written and oral communication practice. Uh, uh, the very moment WhatsApp came up, I thought, wow, this is a, a, a great way to make uh, communication authentic. They can send uh, text messages, they can, they can send audios uh, to one another in the classroom. So this way they are going to see how uh, authentic communication in English can be right uh, even in the classroom environment also uh, audio and, and video uh, audio and video material can develop learners uh, listening skills and enrich their language and cultural knowledge i remember when i started using uh, videos and songs in the classroom Students got so excited uh, because uh, this is authentic material. This is real English. Uh, this was something that uh, they they liked because I usually made uh, they I, I usually had some uh, surveys uh, in order to get to know about the preferences in relation to music and video. So uh, whenever I I, I brought. 
video or, or song activities to class. Students enjoyed a lot and uh, learning was so much effective. Um, I can also mention the apps for extra practice, extra gain of knowledge as well. And there are so many, uh, there are apps we can use together with the students. There are, there are apps the students can use by themselves uh, in order to develop their independence, their autonomy uh, in relation to their own learning. So I, I, I do recommend, of course, there are so many, it's even difficult to, to, to get updated, to get acquainted with all the apps, but uh, we should try. We should try because uh, they're worth uh, using. Um, what else? TED Talks. TED Talks are uh, an excellent way to, to reach out uh, to a great number of learners. And uh, what is good about it is that they, they require small amounts of time to be given. I could also mention smart boards and smart TV. Wow, they're really smart. <laughs> They've brought all the media available to the class environment uh, with so many uh, useful tools, not only for us teachers, but also for the learners. Uh, and software like Skype, for example, we can use it to make videos, to make voice calls, you can share files. You don't even need a physical classroom environment uh, to teach through it. Uh, so uh, they've become really useful, especially nowadays with this virus crisis, when people are not getting out of home to study. So uh, they have uh, showed that to be uh, an excellent tool to, to keep on, to continue uh, the process of learning and teaching, teaching and learning. Um, and I, I think I, I've mentioned uh, uh, the, the most used ones, or, or at least the, the most famous one, but uh, as I said in the beginning, there is a great variety of them to be explored, so uh, they're worth exploring and, and using. All right, well, uh, let's talk a bit about the role of social media in development. Social media has become a source of information, but also, to a certain extent, a hub of learning. So how has social media contributed or not to your own professional development? Tell us a bit about your story. Steph, I'm going to be very honest with you. Do you believe that my present job, uh, well, I, I got my present job through the social media. Uh, I, when I was uh, fired from my previous job, I just got into, a, I decided to, 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 uh, to talk to my old friends from my from the university and from the previous jobs I, I, I had been 
and uh, I talked to them on Facebook. And one of them said, "Well, send send my resume, send your resume to me, and I'll see. I'll, I'll send it to my friends, and you know, the, those friends are going to send to their friends." And I got my 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 present job. What what way? Well, uh, mainly I think being in touch, being in a group, being together, sharing things, sharing ideas, sharing experience, sharing material, uh, new things that you know show up. So I think the social media. Uh, brings a great contribution. Uh, of course, uh, everything has, you know, its positive and negative side. And uh, I'm not going to talk about the negative side because I'm not a negative person. I always see the positive side of everything. So I can tell you that uh, the social media can contribute and, and does contribute a lot. Uh, to uh, teachers development for sure wow that's really really interesting very good to hear that to see how little you know, we think that it's just for fun but now, no, social media, it has become and it has already con been consolidated as a source of connectivity, networking, um, establishing new bonds, uh, exploring new possibilities. So this is great to hear. Very good example. Thank you very much. I think that's, I mean, enough all the time we have for this episode. So where can we find you online or you know, by email? How can we get in touch if anybody would like to talk to you. Well, Stefan, I'm uh, Rosanna Kinsley on LinkedIn and uh, in my email is rosanna.com Kinsley at gmail.com. Uh, Kinsley is a nickname, and you know that it's brought a lot of luck in my career, in my professional development. Uh, I was uh, <clears throat> baptized this name uh, by a very, very dear person that I that I, I I really love. She was my my coordinator when I when I got in in we started working at a at that place at that time. <laughs> and this is me. Uh, thank you very much, Stefan, for this opportunity. Thank you for talking to me. Thank you for meeting me after. Uh, some time, right? We were not in touch, and I hope I have contributed with my my experience, my humble uh, experience. Thank you once again. Bye bye.
Okay, so that's it. That's the end of another episode. Episode 11, Challenges for the English Language Teacher in 2020. Thank you all for listening. And make sure to share. Share it for the teacher who would need to listen to this and understand the body self-professional development. And remember, sharing is caring. This is BT Rio Chapter Podcast. Bye-bye.